And, uh, you know, we've had a new parliament sworn in. Everybody has their sort of mixed feelings about exactly who is at the head of this parliament, who will be leading the country for the next five years. And if there's any one of the politicians listening to us this morning, the one problem that we need to tackle, and having been a, a teacher myself and having been in this sort of high school environment for almost 20 years, um, is youth unemployment. And we should normally be turning around and saying youth employment uh, which is which is obviously what we should be looking at instead of keep on saying to ourselves youth unemployment and we should find the solutions for that. So South Africa needs solutions to many of its problems and one of those problems is youth unemployment and access to platforms that will give tomorrow's leaders a step up and, and, and a step in the right direction. So joining us this morning on the line uh, about the work that is being done with youth employment uh, is the program manager of the Activate Change Drivers program, Ashley Roman. Ashley, good morning to you and welcome to the show. Good morning, Zayn. Thanks for having me. I think you guys have got your work cut out for the next five years because there are, are, are sort of uh, you know promises being made by politicians and especially the president saying that you know unemployment and specifically youth unemployment uh, should be should be tackled within the next couple of years. And I would like for us to to sort of say you know when we talk about youth to rather talk about youth employment and and talk about it in a more positive vein than than turning around and and giving the youth a sort of a doom and gloom once you finish matric. Um, who does your program aim to do? Or what does your, your program aim to do? Sorry. So then our program really is a, it's a youth um, program that seeks to bring youth together from uh, different poles of society. And so they really are invested in the social good. So already they are doing amazing projects in the communities which focus on solving some of the, the social issues that they are involved in. And what we want to do is bring them together to have a national conversation about how do we address some of these big issues that we are dealing with in this country. So they are real big, wicked problems. I mean, one of the things you were just mentioning is this youth unemployment, for example. Um, And so young people are really trying to think about, collectively, we came together and we formed a network. How could we start addressing some of these big challenges in communities? So unemployment is one of them. Um, And and how young people are trying to organize themselves around is to think about... um, critical and creative ways of solving these problems. And that's what we, we bring. We create a platform where we introduce into their thinking some critical thinking skills, some innovative thinking skills, um, and some problem thinking skills, which is very absent from the school community at the moment, um, from the formal communities, um, to try and address some of these issues. And so that's basically what we try to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so young people are really great capital amongst themselves where they're able to share skills, resources, and ideas. Mm. So, uh, you know, I, I think one of, one of the challenges for for the youth basically is that, uh, you know, when you get to sort of grade ten, you need to choose your subjects for your final exam in matric, yeah. and and um, somewhere along the line, everything gets lost because um, we don't school children, we don't school learners these days for what they eventually would like to do after matric. We, we school them academically and then leave them after matric to their, to their own devices. What are the challenges that are facing youth um, in terms of this? So, see, so for young people to have access, um, one, to formal tertiary education as a challenge, and two, for young people to have access to people who already have opportunities like job opportunities, etc., is a challenge already. So originally you can find relation to your network of people that you know, your opportunity sets. And so that's what we're realizing, right? And so we're realizing that a, young, a lot of young people don't have access to that. And so firstly, they're stuck there. Um, and so 
I, I don't know how to access information around um, how to get bursary, or I don't know how to get into a university, or I have this really amazing idea and I don't know how to go about um, getting some of the, the, the agents and players um, that can help me get this. So young people come into our program, have big ideas for themselves, have big aspirations for themselves, but they have no way of how to navigate this environment mm. that they're in. And so firstly, they're stuck there, so they can't make a decision around that. And so what we try to do is to get a, a person to connect with themselves. So it's a lot about self-discovery first. And so we take them through a series of explorative tools where they go and identify what their values are, they identify who they are, what they're holding, and then they identify what kind of assets they have and how they want to use that. And then they put that into conversation with everyone else. And so you'll find that young people come out of that um, feeling a lot more reassured about what they want to do and where they want to go. Um, and so we also go into planning tools. So we have a thing called a wash line uh, planning tool and yeah. object cards. So object cards is a critical thinking tool to think through what is, the, what is it the root cause of your specific challenge. So if a young person is going, hey, I'm in a community in Lavendale, for example, right? I came mm. out of high school. Um, I had a challenge around accessing further opportunities to further my life, my career. But now I haven't had the opportunity to think about it. The object cards help them unpack this. So, so what is my challenge? Oh, my challenge is actually that my mom don't have money. Okay, so where, where do yeah. I go from here? Maybe I, maybe I can volunteer at the community center and grow some experience there. And out of that, I can actually um, make connections there and grow my connections. Um, and then I could find out using that whether I can get into a volunteer program that pays me a stipend. And then I can use that stipend to fund some of my preliminary studies, whatever the case may be. Um, and so this was, for me particularly, that was... That was my reality, right? Um, and so I think that young people don't have this kind of sort of skills and that almost there's a moment that happens in the program where they go, ah, okay, I've been dealing with this challenge. Yeah. This is how I could, I, could, I could work through it. Or they find another person in the room that's sharing how they went about their, um, their experience and how they access an opportunity. Or they went to go join the um, young, the Nelson Mandela um, scholarship or whatever the case may be, and what they did to get there, and then go, oh, okay, wait, there's someone else's experience I can use and incorporate into everything, and that's one way I can go about it. So now we're sharing, and now we're growing, because in, in the capitalist system, there are, if you have networks and you have people who have resources, you can connect business opportunities in that way, right? So for many people who live in cities and, um, where they are not as well resourced, they have to still build those social connections. Um, and so we are trying to bring them all together to see what do you have and how can you share that and how can you support each other with your own aspirations, but also how can you support the aspirations of the, the country and your community by helping solve some of these big issues that you're dealing with. Yeah, and and it's amazing that the moment you find people with similar uh, problems and people who've gone through similar journeys as you are, uh, the world just opens up. And uh, as you say, a number of people in these areas, their parents don't have the necessary skills to take them through this, as well as, for instance, the teachers. I mean, I was a teacher in Mannenberg, and, you know, with limited resources, you, you don't have that skill to take the child further um, you know, after that matric examination. So how do people access the causes in your program? So, so really, the, I mean, young people really have to be quite interested and invested in 
um, wanting to solve problems in their own communities. I mean, that, that's their first thing. Yeah. Um, the second is that they, they really just have to have the motivation um, to want to contribute um, to other people's projects and be involved in conversations um, to talk about how do you deal with some of these issues um, in your community, local government, and how do you navigate that space. Right, so our program is quite complex in that way that it kind of deals with quite a lot of issues. So you have to be a young person that's really interested in that stuff, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then we invite you into the program. You've got it between 19 and 30. Um, we invite you into a, a screening process um, where we kind of screen you through a, a couple of questions that we have for you. Um, and kind of going through that gets you into the program, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you've got to be between the age of 19 and 30. Those are the, the only real criteria. Okay. And you've got to be interested in, in, um, in contributing to the common good um, and in, then connecting with other young people mm. to help solve some of these big um, issues. Yeah. And and you are probably, you know, um, assisting a number of people from disadvantaged communities. So how are you funded? And uh, have you reached out to government and say, give us some of that uh, massive lotto money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think that um, well, we've we've been quite um, funded quite generously by um, a, a funding Cape Town by the DG Murray Trust, um, who's been doing amazing work to think around this, um, because some of their research have shown that young people are up against this glass ceiling, um, and then we have also some funding from uh, the from the Germans from the KFW, who is funding a lot of our, our work at the moment, and so um, we've. Been, I think there's been preliminary conversations with governments to find if they can contribute and support this kind of work um, because we we do understand that the, there's a, a challenge for young people to access opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm myself, I'm the Hill, so could you understand the, the challenges I have to do but when I get to meet and have this opportunity because in our mainstream formal education, a lot of the thinking around um, some solving issues are not taught there. Civic education is not taught there. Civic yes. education is taught in alternative spaces, right? Mm, so, that's correct. Um, and so that's why Activate exists, because it tries to educate young people around what is, how do you navigate the space that you're governed by? So all of us live in a particular space, and we are governed by rules and regulations that exist within that space. Um, and how do we navigate that to solve some of these problems, right? So me, I'm in, I'm in Lavender Hill, and I have, you know, gun violence is an issue there. Um, yeah. We know that accessing great opportunities and a library and a computer center are important resources for me as a young person to develop and grow. But now, if I don't understand how do I have these conversations with my local counselor in my community yeah. to say, hey, how do we mobilize around actually getting this library to have internet access um, and getting us to um, have resources so we can develop ourselves? We are not able to really move ourselves and develop ourselves as humans in those communities. Mm. Um, yeah, and so I think for us is to the, we've been we've been blessed to have um, these funders support that work and understand the importance of it uh, because it's quite complex. You can't actually prove there's a direct outcome of doing something in, the, in this way because the space is so dynamic because young people's needs vary um, and those that they. But, um, they have different uh, games names to come out of, but are really meaningful results. Young people are getting together, starting business opportunities. Young people are getting together and collaborating, starting projects to lobby for specific um, issues in the community. Young people are starting their own NGOs, etc. So we're seeing that 
throwing in new critical thinking skills for the new world and how the new world is developing um, and equipping them with these kind of skills also make them a lot more employable. Um, so we found that on average um, per hour uh, sessions, there is an oh. uptake of young people getting employed, which means they can come to the next module, for example. That's a loss for us, but it's a win for them. Yes, I've, I've always felt that, you know what, in, in, in the Mannenberg situation where, where I was for a number of years, you have to have something that you need to be able to hold up to the child to say, this is where your success lies, or this is where you're going to, or this is where your education is going to take you. And if you don't have that in the community, and you don't have the necessary resources, libraries, internet access, uh, you know, just youth groups and people coming together, and an organization like yours, and we're chatting this morning to the program manager of Activate Change Drivers Program, Ashley Roman, and if you don't have those programs and you don't have these kind of um, initiatives in and around these, uh, you know, these um, these areas, such as Mannenberg, such as Lavender Hill, um, such as, uh, you know, Hanover Park and so on. If you don't have it, you just don't have a way of getting people, uh, you know, unshackled from their chains. And um, Ashley, they tell me that you are at the moment writing a book and you're busy publishing this book uh, to tell the stories of most of your successful graduates. Tell us about that a little bit. Yeah, so I mean, so a lot of young people um, are in these communities. I mean, you talked about Manenberg particularly, and I'm, I'm sure that young people are trying to seek out amazing role models in the communities. Um, but when you look around in Manenberg or in Lavender Hill or in Hanover Park, for example, um, or in other communities, so I mean, our program tried to bring young people from across the poles of societies, right? So for whether you're privileged or come from a disadvantaged community, we put you all in one room to have the critical conversations. Um, but in many instances, lots of young people don't have access to that. Um, and so we are documenting a lot of the um, amazing stories because young people are doing amazing work saying in this country. Yes. Um, apart from what we see in the media about young people are taking time bombs and young people are irresponsible, etc. But they really um, quite invested in solving big problems. They're really quite invested in motivating each other. Um, and so we wanted to document that and put that into a book called the Heroes Book. Um, and so we took activators from right. So we have a big network of 4,200 young people at the moment um, doing this work in the communities. And we wanted to document some of that work so we're able to share some of that work with the rest of the world to say that young people have a, a different narrative to what is the main narrative in, in the media space about them being irresponsible and reckless, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and maybe there's a young person in Mandenberg who gets to pick up the book and go, hey, man, um, I can relate to this young person or I have the same aspirations as this yeah. young person um, and then feed into their possibility, right? So we, uh, we're hoping that the book kind of communicates a lot of the what young people are doing. I mean, one example is that young, there was a young person in um, Kailicha, for example, and one of the other activators stayed in Somerset West mm. um, and they met in the training space together and they was talking about how there was high um, crime in Pacific's Pachinese community and he wanted to document that. Uh, and the other activator who was in Somerset West had a drone um, and they met each other. They kind of flew the drone over Kailicha and mapped all the hotspots. Wow. Um, and then they uh, wrote 
proposal to the SAPS um, in the community to say, these are the hotspots, this is the strategy we have, we have in place um, that we can deal with some of this. Um, and so those are some of the stories that are in the book, right? And those are some of the people, the young people who are there. Um, we have young people from um, Manenberg also who are doing some work around art um, and they're also trying to reimagine that community. So giving young people access to artistic abilities and reimagining their their possibility of who they can be and what they can be through art. Um, and she's doing amazing work in that community um, where a lot of gun violence um, took place and, and there's no other real alternatives. And so we want to talk about her and her story there. And then we want to talk about people uh, in Deep Sluit and Soweto, etc. And so there are lots of lots of stories in this country that we want to surface through this book, um, get people to read and understand and hopefully be inspired by it and hopefully want to contribute um, to their own lives in more meaningful ways um, and feed into this mm. whole shift around possibility and change and social change for, for the, the good of all of us, you know. Yeah, I think the only one thing that we can give our young people out there, uh, you know, in a country that is developing and in, and in a very young uh, developing a sort of uh, democracy like ours, is the only thing we can give them is that hope. And to, to, to hope that they actually grab onto that hope and develop themselves. And there, there are a number of young people doing tremendous, uh, amazing things. Uh, I take a, one of, one of my students from many years ago when I finished in teaching. She's now in the United um, Arab Emirates and she's in that particular area and she works from one area to the other area, uh, developing mathematics programs. And this is a, a child that comes out of Mannenberg, a child who, um, was in my accounting class and it is a, that nice feeling about you know that pride um, in yourself that you've developed this young adult and this young person into such an amazing uh, sort of accomplishment. Uh, tell us where do we get hold of you? What website address and uh, you know young people like Facebook and Instagram? Yeah, um, so our um, website address it's www.leadership co.za so activate leadership is one word um, and so there you'll find um, lots of information around programs the book um, what's happening and some of the other programs that exist within activate um, the we also have a twitter um, page which is at activate za um, and so on, on Facebook, we will also be called um, Activate Change Drivers. Um, and so in the in the Facebook page, you'll find a lot of conversations, a lot of our uh, a lot of conversations that people have in this country, and they, they try to solve problems in there. Um, and the Twitter um, page like kind of feeds uh, a lot of what's happening in the program, what's happening on the ground. So that's how young people can get involved um, and see what's happening. And that's the program manager at Activate Change Drivers Program.